Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, it's Josh Kennedy here, host of the Fit Over 30 podcast. Today, we're talking about how to run a faster, stronger 5K. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content. Video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private groups and our coveted monthly print magazine. You can discover our very best content and join us at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. This is the Fit Over 30 podcast. If you're new to the show, great to have you here. Please make sure to subscribe and review. That way we can keep pushing the podcast out and helping more and more people uh, with some great content, including how to run a stronger, faster 5K. There we go, (laughs) which is this week's episode. Um, Other than that, James Breeze, how are you doing? Man United won yesterday. This is day after uh, recording, day after Man United beat Arsenal and uh, Everton drew in the derby. We didn't lose. It's all good. Exactly. I'm doing great, thanks. I'm feeling even more in th- thrilled with the fact you didn't insult me during the interlude section between the intro, the two intros. So yeah. thank you today. Oh, you're obviously you're in a good mood. You're welcome. Um, or maybe I'm just tired. I couldn't think of an insult uh, at the time. <laughs> at the time. Well, yeah. Thank you very Tell much. Tell you what, I am, I'm, I'm not, this is actually total, complete and random segue. Uh, I'm going to do a shout out to um, made in pans. Can I do that? I've never done this before, but basically yeah. we've got a lovely uh, made in. I, I bought a very nice frying pan off them about a year ago and it's all kind of like bubbled, like the non-stick has got all gone a bit weird. And I sent them a message saying, um, is this normal? And they were like, no, we'll send you a, a new pan for free. So it's just arrived uh, over the weekend. So thank you, Made In, for my free pan. It's wonderful. There you <laughs> go. There we go. They are free advertising for Made In pans on the Strength if, Matters. If Made In wants to sponsor really the podcast, uh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. No, brilliant. Thanks for that. Totally unscripted. Brilliant. Exactly. Love it. Love well, it. you know what? Well, the thing is, actually, if you are a regular listener to this podcast, people know how much I love cooking, right? So a good mm-hmm. pan is important. I highly recommend Made In. There you go. American company. We'll do a whole show on pans next week, shall we? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. I could talk about pans and roasting tins and whatever you want. <laughs> Sponsored by Maiden. There we go. Why not? Eh? Uh, anyway, people are thinking, just shut up and get on with it. Uh, how to run a faster, stronger five kilometres. This episode is more for intermediates and advanced than, uh, than beginners. So apologies, beginners. Uh, we will also help you out very, very soon, I'm sure. Exactly. Well, we've helped them out a lot and lots of running uh, articles and podcasts in the in the in the past. Um, today, I think is more like intermediates to advanced, just because we haven't talked about that for a long time. I was looking yeah. at some of the stats, we had stuff, some of the things we were talking about. I've just written about this in episode, in this, not episode issue episode twenty five <laughs> of the yes. magazine. I can't believe we've done now twenty eight issues of the magazine. I just put together issue twenty eight. 27 is, is out to people. I've just finished oh, right. writing all the content for issue 28. It's mental uh, with all the yeah, content that's come stuff. out over the years. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, no, today's a focus on definitely helping more intermediate to advanced, which ties into what I've been working on personally for the last few months in terms of cricket uh, mm-hmm. and developing my aerobic speed and getting faster. So we, when we're talking about running 5K for beginners, you know, we always talk a lot about getting them from not walking any, anything to walking five kilometers first, 
Then we yep. slowly get them to walk, run to 5K. Then we yep. slowly get them doing math work, maximum aerobic function type work, heart rate type stuff to get them to run 5Ks effortlessly. And that's the most important thing. Effortlessly yep. and build up their aerobic base. However, that gets to the point where you've got to move on from doing aerobic base stuff because just running slow will just make you good at running slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Uh, to emphasize here, you've got to run faster to run faster. Sounds simple. Sounds like a, like a doe, like Homer Simpson type, <laughs> type moment there, but it really is the case. But how about, how do you go to getting there? So that's kind of the topic of the conversation today. It's say, hey, this is our thoughts behind it. There's more than one way to skin a cap. This is how we like to approach the whole um, 5K running mentality with longevity in mind and repeatability and building up what we call the aerobic battery so you can go and do it over and over again. It's not a case of running 5K once and dying and never being able to do it again. It's about being able to do it and then seeing if you can repeat the whole process again. That's our whole basis of aerobic development. It's not just to do it once, to do it over and over again and recover faster because recovering is the skill set that most people miss out on. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's in recovery where you make the uh, where your body makes the changes, isn't it? Which is uh, what most people forget. That's where it makes the adaptations. So recovery is massively, massively important. So if you can improve your recovery, you'll improve your adaptations uh, exactly more swiftly. Will you not? Shall we talk exactly. about uh, the standards? Yeah, I think standards. that's a good point because I think everyone loves to see standards. Everyone has their own yeah. idea of standards. When we talk, when we talk about running standards for five k, we look at the data. I think that it's mm-hmm. the internet is a wonderful place, and there's a website that correlates all the five k, ten k, marathon, half marathon times, ultra times from around the world, and yep. gives you standards and averages of where people sit on. So we're looking at it in terms of percentiles. So I'll go for men first, and we'll just do a couple of percentiles here now, rather than doing all of them. If you want to be in the top 50th percentile, top 50% of people in the world, you need to run a 5K in under 31 minutes, 28 seconds. Right? By the way, when you say in the world, this is just normal everyday people. This is like million, like million, 35 million uh, statistic points, uh, data points. That's what we're looking at. Quite a few. Quite a few. It is. And it's just my everyday people, plus the elite as well. It, it includes yeah, yeah. all the elites as well. Everything. So it's yep. everything here all across the board. So if you're not finishing top 50th percentile for men, it's, you have to do it under 31 minutes, 28 seconds. For women, it's 37 minutes, 28 seconds. That's the top 50th percentile. But as everyday athletes and listening listeners to the podcast, where do we want to be? We don't want to be in the top 50th. We want to be a bit closer to the top 10. So... If we're talking top 20th percentile, we're talking 26 minutes, 4 seconds for men, and for women, 31 minutes and 9 seconds. Top 10%, which is, I think is a very good standard to aim for, for yeah. all everyday athletes. You're looking at sub 23, 26 for uh, men, and sub 28, 24 for women, which leads us to the top 1%. If you want to be in the top <laughs> 1% of all runners in the world, you're going to be running 5K, a, a sub 1730 for men, sub 2139 for women. So that gives you a rough idea of where you want to fit sub and where you want to aim 1730. for. 1730. Oh, my word. That's quick. <laughs> my God. Wow. Yep. yep. That is quick. Top 1%. That is quick. It, and that's dedication. That's hard. I'll be a lot of hard work and dedication to get to that sort of level. But yep. that's what elite. we look at. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, so what we're looking at for, if you're going to be average, you know, sub 26 for men, sub 31 for women. But in reality, we'd love to see you and get you towards a good level of sub 23, 30 for men and sub 28 for women. Yep. Um, that's kind of the areas we we're looking for. And we're going to build you towards, doesn't mean you'll get to these sort of levels, but I think that you're, by following this type of plan with a good solid base behind you, you're in good shape to get to them because it's, it's not easy to get to there. But the process is fair, is much simpler than going from 10% to 1%. That is, that 10% difference is a huge gap and a lot of extra dedication and work to get to it. So I think that's a good st- starting point to help us get you towards. Yep, absolutely. In terms of that. Absolutely. So that's kind of the, where we're trying to aim you towards. This is why with the goal we're trying to push you to get towards things. Well, the question is, how do you get there? So this is where it comes down to learning more about energy systems and yep sadly if you don't like science you need to learn a little bit of science when it comes to running development to get to there understand which energy systems are you using so we talk about three specifically the aerobic the an anaerobic alactic and anaerobic lactic which is slightly different so you need to know which energy systems are doing are, are doing for which part of the race now just to put things in perspective, you know, you're looking sub 30 minutes as the as a standard for both men and women. So you're talking 95 percent aerobic in nature. That's what you need to be doing for these races. So people thinking you're going to do hit workouts, sprint workouts, everything. You need to develop an aerobic system to get you to this time frame you're trying to go for, because it anaerobic work makes up less than five percent of that time frame of what you're trying to do. So to get faster, you need to build a robust aerobic system. 10 second hit workouts or Tabata style ain't mm. gonna cut it. That is the most important thing here. They can boost you, give you a little boost maybe towards the end. However, the hard work is to come in the first two phases uh, that we're gonna talk about here specifically and spe- more, even more specifically, the aerobic power phase in the middle. Yeah, you have to do the long, slow volume, long yeah. or slow, repeated over and over again for volume to build that uh, aerobic base. Because uh, if you haven't got that aerobic base, then you're going to fail very quickly, very quickly. Yeah, exactly. So like, when we come into this getting faster for 5K thing, I want you to step away and stop, start thinking differently about it. Don't think about it in terms of a nine-week plan. I'm going to think about it more of a 18 to 24 week plan. Okay. And yes, I've just said you need to run faster to get faster, but you start off, if you're just getting back into the running 5Ks or you want to build a proper plan up here, you're going to run long and slow. That is the key. Yes, it's the enemy to running fast. However, I've got to get you fit enough mm-hmm. and strong enough, I think is the best way to put it. So you can handle the fast pace that we're going to go into in the middle section to get you to recover faster and your tendons, your ligaments, your bones, everything else can handle the volume you're going to do too. Yeah. And that's important. So don't think, you know, in this initial phase, and again, you can read more about them in this issue 25 in the magazine. If you're an inner circle member, you can go and read, see this whole plan. It's all detailed and laid out for you specifically there, but that's the idea. So for nine weeks, we're looking at running one, two, three, four times a week minimum with two strength and mobility sessions tied in as well. If you're running, yeah. spe- if you go specifically for running the 5K. Yeah. I think maybe uh, strength and mobility is something that people 
runners perhaps forget about and neglect uh, a little yeah. bit. You do. We highly recommend doing some strength and mobility training alongside because often uh, runners seem to lack uh, core strength, glute strength, uh, possibly hamstring, obviously, and all those things are massively. Uh, and single leg strength, actually, because running is a single leg exercise. Yeah. So would it not make sense to do some single leg strength uh, alongside your core and everything? You know, weak, the stronger your core, the more you're going to be able to transfer that power into your arms and legs, which is what gets yeah. you faster as well. Uh, so don't neglect your strength and mobility training. Exactly. And specific mobility, ankles, hips and T-spine, because you need to have mobile hips to be able to power yeah. your legs through flexible ankles to reduce the risk of injury and also T-spine because you do rotate as you run. You do. Indeed, it's a rotational exercise. If you can't yeah. rotate, you're knackered. <laughs> it's well, true. And, and the it's... problem is, why do, why do so many runners get knee issues? Because they don't have, they're missing mobility somewhere, be that the yeah. hips, the ankles or the T-spine. So what takes the brunt of it? The knees are the weakest, most vulnerable joint. Yeah. They then take the brunt of that lack of mobility. Exactly. Uh, so uh, address it, guys. Address that. Exactly. So I think you know it's hard to explain. Again, I'm I keep, I'm going to keep referring you back to issue twenty five, page thirty three of the magazine, to be to be specific. But if, to, to give you an idea of what the base phase would look like it, over nine weeks. So if I just talk week one and then talk you what it looks like in week nine. So week one, you're running two k at math. That's a heart one eighty minus your age for heart rate. Two um, k on a Monday. 2K, 3K on a Tuesday. You're doing strength and mobility on a Wednesday. You're running 5K on a Thursday at math at, at 180 minus your age. Friday is strength and mobility and a longer run on a Saturday, which is 7K at math. Okay? So this is mm-hmm. that's a good starting point here. So we're already in that first week because this is an intermediate plan, not a beginner's plan. You're yep. already running 5, 10, 22 kilometers in your first week. Right? And I also like the two back-to-back days on the Monday, Tuesday just to get build up the volume slowly like that too. You need to build up yeah. volume slowly, progressively. So you've got those two days um, working on here. Now, in week nine, you're looking on a Monday, so it goes from two kilometers to four kilometers at math. Uh, Tuesday's five kilometers at math, with strength and mobility on the Wednesday. Then we're looking at 12 kilometers on the Thursday. Yes, 12 kilometers, you heard me right. And then 14 mm-hmm. kilometers on a Saturday. So we're running above and beyond that 5K period and we're doing yes we're doing it long and slow but we're building this unique base of aerobic capacity to be able to handle the next phase and a lot of intermediates don't have this base phase big enough to go into working the faster phase well i think a lot of uh, runners would question why if you're doing a 5k why would you be needing to go so long and do 12k 14k because because like week 8 9 11k 13k 12k 14k uh, yeah. But I think it's really important to, this is about base building, really, really getting a huge, the, the wider the base, the, the, the bigger the pyramid, the pyramid, right? Yep. That's exactly right here. And you've got to build up that volume and there's, there's no shortcuts. Uh, you want to mm-hmm. make that 5k feel really easy, really slight and short and short, you know, short essentially. Yeah. So we're not trying for a half marathon, we're just building up here and your base and everything will go with it to allow us to peak to recover fast enough. And yes, you know, it'll be feel a bit tiresome and cumbersome a little bit of time, and it's slow a lot of the time. And yes, slow is the enemy of fast. However, if you're thinking bigger term picture and building up a robust body to do this, this is a smart way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. we're not just, uh, we're not doing that 
14K and then next week we're going into the 5K. That's just phase one. You've got to think yeah. long term. This is this is far out from uh, from race day. Exactly. Uh, yeah, cool. Let's go on to phase two, the aerobic power phase. Yeah, so aerobic power phase, is, this is the period where we're starting to go faster. That This is the key point here. We're starting to go faster. We want to build up that speed aerobically, right? That's the key thing here. Now, not anaerobically. We want to build it up aerobically. So... There's a couple of elements here, a couple of changes to this whole thing. And we're also going to work on the body's ability to remove lactate and process lactate faster. Lactate is not the enemy. It actually, if it's replenished well, fast enough, you can use it for energy to keep you going. We're trying to improve the body's capability of utilizing lactate. Okay. Now, there is a point of diminishing returns where you like literally could just like keel over and uh, die at the end of it. <laughs> you know, like you can't do anything else. But we've got to improve that rate uh, of processing it as best we possibly can. So there's two elements to this. Um, three, actually three. So we're going to have one long run a week still to yep, so maintain we're still keeping the base. that base. Yep. Yep. So the Saturday is going to look like a long, a long run. So from week one, you're still doing 8K. Week nine, you're only doing 10K. So it's not not as much as the base phase because the the stuff you're doing beforehand is is just as hard. <laughs> That's the best the best way to put it. So on a Monday, you're doing a, a run with a fast finish, usually like a kilometer to finish with, as fast as you possibly can. That's the fast finish. We're trying to teach your body to finish as fast as you possibly can, like you would do in a race. So 3K on a Monday with a fast finish, building up to 7K in week nine with a fast finish. Again, last one kilometer is your fast finish. Try and run home as fast as you possibly can. Uh, to try and beat your time or whatever whatever you want to do. It's just a way of teaching the body to get there faster. So it's not killing yourself. You're doing it, you're running for you know the other four, five, six K before that at math, which is 180 miles nice and slow. And then you're adding that extra kilometer towards the end uh, to get that fast finish. But here we got the interesting thing. This is what a lot of runners don't do. And we like to include it. It's stolen from the military. Uh, there's a reason why they do it. Uh, they don't, but I don't think they know why they do it, but there's definitely a reason why they do it and what we've seen here. <laughs> and it's what we call blood flow restriction commando training. So we're going to have on a Tuesday and a Thursday, you're going to be doing 45-minute runs with push-ups at specific intervals. You know, starting off with push-ups at every five minutes, then building up to push-ups every three minutes in the final week. Why are we doing this? Because it's hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's more than hard as hell. It is we're trying to improve your body's ability to remove and process lactate, okay? And use it back in the system. And for whatever reason, push-ups are able to do that. It restricts blood flow back to the arms, neck, their body. It's hard work. And trust me, when you do this, it's a lot harder than you think. So the idea behind this is you do a push-up test before you start doing it. So watching max push-ups, uh, if it's say, let's do it, let's say it's 20. As an example, you're going to be working at 50% of your push-ups every, every five minutes to begin with during the course of that run, and then every three minutes later on. So you're doing a, a, a buttload ton of, of um, push-ups. I was going to say shitload then, but... <laughs> well, you I, just did. I'll just say just did it anyway. So <laughs> shitload of push-ups, and it's hard. Your body will feel it. You, you'll, you literally, your arms will be all numb and like tingling. Your first few go, yeah, it's easy. Get to minute 15, 20, it's a lot harder. Yeah. It's exactly. a lot harder than you think. And it, that's what we're teaching here. So we're combining fast finishes with 
like teaching the body to remove lactate faster so you can endure those faster paces when it comes to race day. Exactly. It improves uh, blood flow, oxygenation uh, throughout around the body because, as I say, you've got to the, the the heart's got to take that blood back from the uh, the the arms, the, the muscles, and uh, back to the heart and improve uh, oxygenation and recovery. Exactly. That is that's phase two. That's the aerobic power speed. Now there is another caveat. There is other techniques that we use. Our super secret um, insider details that we use uh, to talk about this and that we're going to talk about that on the insider podcast later uh, and how we do aerobic power using the mass system maximum aerobic speed and combine it all so yeah if you're not a member yet i'd highly recommend jumping into that because that's secrets that we have not shared anywhere else before mm. uh, to say the least uh, and then we got phase three see it pays to be an insider <laughs> it pays it does, to be an insider. It does indeed yeah it really does we can't teach you everything um on this podcast, I'll teach you everything else as well, but there's there's some good stuff inside there that we no one sees. Uh, right, so phase three, you've got sprint to the line, which is the final booster, as I call it, prior to a race day or prior to retesting. This is a much shorter phase of one to five, one to five weeks, really. I'd say three to four, but five if you've got the time, where yeah. we're now going to start doing hill repeats and like flat repeats, sprinting yeah. work. So we're talking about uh, doing interval training, uh, running one-minute segments at a certain pace, running um, two-minute segments at a certain pace, uh, hills and flats, but still maintaining base miles on the weekend, that long, yep. slow run, because it's, it's uh, pretty much 95% aerobic in nature. We're just giving you a little booster. Like these sprints aren't the ones that are going to make you run faster over that 5K it's the other work you've been doing. This is just like what we call a turbo boost. Imagine like a uh, kit from Knight Rider. Like <laughs> you press the turbo boost button on there to give him a little injection of pace. That's, my, that's showing my age now from the 80s, it, isn't it? It is indeed. I love Knight Rider. But hill uh, running hills, great way to develop uh, some power, uh, leg power. because And they're pretty safe as well. Sort of, um, I can't remember what the, 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 the term is, but basically you're highly unlikely to, to injure yourself on a hill repeat because you're just going to slow down. So you're not going to pull on it. Um, exactly. Exactly. So it's just a little bit of a booster towards the end to get you there. And that is what we call, I would say, an intermediate plan uh, with long-term development in mind yeah. uh, for something like this. This is, again, you have to remember there's a lot of articles and stuff about how to improve your 5K runtime. It's all geared around experts, if you, if you ask me, and like mm. short, short periods of time to get from A to B. No one talks about the longevity, the long game in this and that's what i want you to think about uh, and this is what we're trying to help you towards so rather than just talking about beginners and building base 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 and walking running this is how we look at the more of an intermediate plan to get you there uh, to get you faster to maybe get you sub 24 minutes for men and sub 27 28 minutes for women exactly self-regulating that's the term i was looking for hill repeats are self-regulating they are they i couldn't uh i my brain wasn't working then there we go. Yep, they're uh, good for power and they're self-regulating. So there we go. Absolutely. Um, so there you have it. That's a little insider secrets. Now, there's other things that we're going to be doing. I'm using this as a particular case study with Teresa Warren. So Teresa, if you're listening, this is based on some of the stuff we're do I'm doing with you at the moment. Uh, we'll go into the Insider podcast and talk about how we use the mass system, which is about, about all about 120%. Uh, yeah, this is new speed. stuff. This is new stuff. It is new stuff. So if you haven't joined yet, go to innercircle, strengthmatters.com forward slash innercircle. 
and be a member and you can find out everything we're going to talk about right now fantastic uh thank you for that james and as i say if you want a little bit more in depth on that get yourself uh in the inner circle and get yourself issue 25 that's uh that's where this is from all laid out beautifully for you in our fit over 30 magazine there we go a little bit of a hard pun. copy hard, hard copy. yeah exactly hard copy hard copy this is not uh you can download it, but you can also get a hard copy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Thank you, James. Thank you, guys, for listening. Hope you found this useful. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.